Welcome to the Bureau Briefing, a podcast by the Bureau of Digital, an organization devoted to giving digital professionals the support system they never had. Each episode, we're going to talk to a member of our community doing awesome, inspiring things. Now for your host, Carl Smith. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of the Bureau Briefing. I am Carl Smith with the Bureau of Digital, and today it is my pleasure to welcome Tim Tuttle, the Executive Director of 40 Digits, and also an alumni of Operations Camp 2 and 3 and the Digital PM Summit. How's it going, Tim? It is going pretty fantastic right now. Pretty fantastic. You know, for those listening, it's just after the holiday break, and you head up operations for 40 Digits, which is a shop that has been in a growth mode for quite a while. So what's it like to get back in the shop? Uh, better than I thought it was going to be. I thought I was going to come back to a little bit of craziness, but I think everybody is still getting into the swing of things, you know, clients. And, um, you know, we work with a lot of agencies as well. And I think they're all kind of getting their, their stuff squared away. So it's been, uh, it's been a little quiet, at least for me. Uh, so that's been nice. I, I'm not complaining about that one bit. It's allowed me to catch up on some stuff after being gone for pretty much two weeks. Well, we forget that, you know, clients are kind of in the same place that we are, right? They aren't just sitting there waiting on us for two weeks. Yeah, exactly. They, they have their own, uh, they have their own initiatives they need to take care of for the beginning of the year or they're probably a lot of them are probably dealing with budgets and things like that and just getting their stuff back together. So now at the end of the year, when you're, heading up operations, you're in an ownership role, uh, any type of executive role, we either do or we don't do reviews. And it's a big topic when we're at operations camp. It's a big topic in the owner camps as well, the way that reviews are done. So at 40 digits, end of the year, what were you guys doing in terms of reviews? We had... Um, we had finished, we had done quarterly check-ins, um, about a month earlier and we had done our big 360 reviews a couple months earlier. So we, uh, I think in November or so, or October, November, we were doing our 360s, which are the big, the big undertaking with reviews. The quarterly check-ins are, are pretty straightforward, but, uh, and we do those, as the name implies, every quarter. Um, we do the 360s um, once or twice a year, depending on if we can, where we can fit it in, in the schedule. Okay, so a, a check-in, a quarterly check-in. What's that like? Give me a quarterly check-in. So a quarterly check-in. I'm going to be no, I'm going to be an employee of Tim Tuttle's employee right. of 40 Digits. Give me a quarterly check-in. How am I doing? So, well, a quarterly check-in. Um, first of all, I need to explain to you that our quarterly check-ins. Um, you're given a, a, a sheet and it's got, um, you know, basically an X and, or a, a X and Y axis. And, um, the X axis is add and the Y axis is good. And that kind of flows up to our parent company. Kind of our, our whole mission is add good. And so the, the X axis is, um, you know, it's add, it's how much you contribute and the y-axis is how good you are at your specific skills. Okay, and so there, there are categories or criteria? Like, what is on the sheet besides it's, just the x and y-axis? 
it's pretty generic. It's pretty, you know, it's basically, you know, if, if you're Carl Smith, you're a partner at the Bureau of Digital. So as partner of Bureau of Digital, some of the skills that you have in that role are, you know, speaking, organizing events, things like that. And then uh, so your Y axis would be all the way at the top because you're really good at those things. It'd be lit up. It'd be lit up. Off the We'd chart. need a bigger piece of paper. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I get that a lot. And then the the x-axis is the ad. So it's, you know, not only are you doing your, you know, your duties in your role, how much are you adding, how much are you contributing to, you know, the Bureau of Digital overall? And again, it'd be off the charts. You know, we'd have this huge, so it's uh, the, you have the x and y axis right in the middle. So basically anything to the top right quadrant is going to be really good. Anything to the bottom left quadrant is going to be very bad. And then the top left and bottom right are kind of, you know, top left would be your, your, uh, good at what you do, but you don't really contribute beyond your just day-to-day activities. I got gotcha. you. I understand. Bob, we'll, do, yeah. we'll do visual aids for those listening at home. <laughs> but I understand what you're saying. So for me, it's a lot of upper right. I agree. I, I do agree with that. Tim, at this point in our, our conversation, I'm going to ask for a raise. <laughs> All right. I think I deserve um, it. Interestingly enough, um, raises are not tied to reviews, um, either quarterly check-ins or, um, or our 360 reviews that we do. Uh, we raises and things like that. The, the compensation is kind of reviewed separate from that. Um, and people are given their, their raises or, or bumps or, or in a different, at a different time. But the, what the quarterly check-ins are really good for is it gives, it's a, it's a 20 minute meeting with the person. It gives them an overview of where they are. We then at the bottom of the sheet, it has, you know, things you uh things you should work on and then some just some objectives for the next quarter let's go back and talk about tying compensation to reviews because this is always a hot topic as well yeah and i'm a big believer that you don't obviously you're not doing it at 40 digits a lot of shops and I, i guess it's just a historical thing maybe it's just from the from the annals of business right um that's how you say that word right uh I think, I think think it just, it's just something that we had experienced. So we did it in this industry, but there's, to me, there's so much negativity because it leads to people not necessarily being honest or if it's, if it's tied to a raise, like you're not giving quarterly raises. Correct. So, so it, it, it creates all of this. I don't know. It just kind of creates a funk on something that's already difficult. But, but think, what about for you guys? What about 40 digits? Um, I think what it was, I really don't have a strong opinion either way. I would say that I, I, I'm more following the camp of don't tie them to reviews. Mm-hmm. If you tie them to reviews, you know, if you've got your quarterly check-ins, then you're either annual or semi-annual 360 reviews, um, people know those are coming. So obviously – the history, you know, what's ever fresh in your mind is ten, tends to um, drive your opinion. So people maybe put forth their best effort right before those reviews, hoping to, to get a raise or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so really, if you don't tie it to that, you're really able to look at, I think, a much bigger chunk of time 
and make your evaluation based on that. Mm-hmm. And um, since we, we like to look at compensation annually, but really, you know, we just we evaluate people on on how they've been doing over a set amount of time. You know, if someone's really killing it, we'll be like, hey, you know, that that guy or gal needs um, they need they need a raise, mm-hmm. and or maybe they need a promotion. Uh, so I I fall into that camp, but I'm not a huge proponent one way or the other. I think by doing it around reviews, it makes things a little bit easier, um, but. I don't know where I think maybe our where we came from is if we if we did compensation reviews during reviews, it's just more stuff that we're doing during reviews, which is already very time consuming. So we want to just kind of do it as we as we thought it was needed per employee. But that's interesting. So you you look and see it does play into if somebody does get a raise or promotion. But it's across multiple reviews because you're doing them quarterly as well as the the 360, right? Absolutely, yeah. So obviously, if someone has three straight quarters of poor reviews, they're probably not going to be getting a raise. <laughs> yeah, I would hope so. I, you would think yeah. that they might not be having a job. Yeah, <laughs> um, that's a whole other topic there. Well, uh, yeah. Um, but if you know, if you're, you can look at. If you when you have the quarterly reviews, you can look at a longer time period, and it's you know quarter. Some people think quarterly. Wow, that's 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 a lot of time between touching base with someone. But man, quarters fly, and you're constantly yeah. you're constantly having feedback with these people. So, um, and not to mention, we do a lot of uh, you know directors do one on ones with their um, with the people that they're in charge of uh, quite regularly. So there's always at forty days at least there's a, there's always a lot of, of feedback going on. Well. I- you know, the other thing is you're still giving, like you're saying, you're still giving ongoing feedback. Absolutely. Right? And and for people, a lot of people still do annual reviews, which is the one for me that just blows my mind. I mean, if you have an annual review and you don't have any other type of check-in, you got to hold on to stuff for a year. Yeah. You know, like what happens the day after your review? Something bad happens. Obviously, you're going to talk to somebody. You know, you don't you don't just hold it in. But I just think it's better to facilitate that in an ongoing way. And, uh, and I think quarterly is cool. I agree with you. And, and three months is enough time for somebody to make a change. Absolutely. You know, you, you can't do it too frequently because somebody doesn't really get a chance to, to make a difference in the way that they're performing. But so what I, about what about the 360s? Now, talk about that. How do you guys do the 360 reviews? The 360 reviews are quite an undertaking. And the way it's set up is each employee, um, it, all the way from our founders uh, to you know junior developers, they get um, picked anywhere from usually three all the way up to like 10 people that review them. And the questions that we ask, we have 10 values, and we ask about three questions per value and evaluate the person based on our values. So it's really about how they are perceived by their peers. Okay, but they get to pick? No, 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 no. We <laughs> Okay, good. <laughs> I was like at, the leadership team goes around and, and picks out who each person should get reviewed. Okay, by. I was gonna say fifty dollars for you and fifty dollars <laughs> and a hundred dollars for you. Yeah. Um no I got okay. So so basically the leadership team goes, decides who gets because it's who you're working with, right? 
It can't Correct. be random. It's got to be no. somebody that has a clue. Yeah. Now, I, I've been through the process where everybody in the company was supposed to review everybody else in the company. That works great when you're eight people. Right. <laughs> but that company got up to 40 before they changed the policy. Yeah. I'll never forget. I was like, I don't even know where this person sits. <laughs> <laughs> we're, uh, we're, we just hired uh, 43 and 44 yesterday. Mm. They, they started yesterday and we did everybody does everybody when we were, I think we were at 30 when yeah. we stopped that. And it was, man, it was brutal. Is, so so what's stuff. the, what's the big undertaking with the 360s, the way you do them now? So you've got, how many people do you select to review each individual? Um, it can be as low as four or five and it can be as high as 10 to 15. Depending on the role and who they interact with and that sort of yes. thing. Yeah. And so once that is done, like who is in charge of collating, reviewing, all that sort of stuff? Like who, who, who has to go in there and say, this is what we found out? One of our – the person who heads up the 360 reviews is uh, one of the original founders of 40 Digits, uh, Chris. And he brings in – he, uh, he uh, curates all that data. And puts it into a a pretty nice report for everybody to see. It gives them all their average average answers to questions. People can also inject just um, free form comments throughout. So we'll pick out you know the highlights. We'll pick out the lowlights. <laughs> yeah, and you know, and some people don't get. Some people don't have any lowlights. Some people get awesome reviews, and all their comments are sterling. And those are really easy. <laughs> you know, it's the people who really, who, uh, who, who have some, you know, they, they don't quite mesh with everybody in the company and they've had some flare ups or something here or there. They just have a difficult personality. Um, so those are the more difficult ones. And so but it, did you say that you go through and you kind of take out the, the top ones and take out the bottom ones? We, no? we, we highlight the top ones and highlight the bottom. We, we kind of we pick out, okay, here's, the, here's really good things people are saying about you, and then here's the stuff that you really need to work on. And here's, okay. you know, here's the stuff that – And here's some comments. Yeah. This is some stuff that's, uh, that's I guess, negative, and um, you know, the, these are the things that people don't like about working with you, and it's probably stuff you should work on. And see, this is the stuff that people hate, right? Yeah. When you get into these reviews and I remember being reviewed, I guess I was probably 25 or 26 and I, w I was making my way through this full service agency and in my reviews, it came back. There was a group that thought I was the golden boy. I could do no wrong. And then there was this other group that thought I was a spineless punk who was just, <laughs> who was just whining and dying in my way to sit next to the boss. And both groups were right. I mean, I have to admit it was, uh, but it was one of those things for me I finally realized that I treat people differently. Mm -hmm. So it was important for me to, to get that information and understand it. But I also had that kind of, I want to know who said that, you know? And so do you ever find when you go through this process, if somebody has either there's a particularly snarky comment or somebody just got a really bad review um, that you've got a little bit of back channel stuff? Have you ever had that happen? We have had, you know, when, when someone gets something perceived as negative a, a few times, they've said, I want to know who said that. 
And myself or, or one of the other people on the leadership team will say, you know what, I'll go to that person. I'll ask them if they want to talk about it. And if they do, you guys can talk about it. If not, you know, it's kind of an anonymous thing. So uh, you're just going to, I can play mediator between and, you know, not give away who that is, but um, <laughs> I just had a vision of being in, in Catholic church, like a confession, <laughs> but it's, yeah. it's the person who gave the feedback and then, yeah, that's one, uh, one thing that's, that's been very interesting with the 360 reviews though, is anyone that's gotten the, the perceived negativity has known it. They knew it. They understood where it was coming from. They owned up to it. They took steps to correct it. There wasn't a lot of blindsiding going on. Mm-hmm. You know, if someone's a jerk, most of the time they know they're a jerk. And so, and that's where a lot of those comments come from. So, you know, a lot of people walk into those reviews, they'll walk into getting the feed, the, the, the big feedback from someone and they'll, they'll understand completely why they're getting the, the, the negativity towards them. Now, I, I'm not involved in this process anymore. But I know that we would give people the opportunity to review themselves as well. Absolutely. Now, now is that part of the process? They have to go through it and basically rate themselves? Because if you see somebody who's self-aware and they they give themselves some low marks the same place as other people do, I always thought that's very telling. Yep. We – the quarterly check-ins, we have each person fill out their own X and Y coordinate. Uh, uh, spot. They basically put an X where they think they are. Um, so they compare what they think, where they think they are with where their supervisor thinks that they are. And on the 360 reviews, I'm trying to remember, I think the first time we did them, we did have people, oh no, yeah, we had everybody self-reviews. Yeah. So we do, and, and you do see that. And what's funny is most people are harder on themselves than other people are. Yeah. So I'm, I'd be harder on myself than someone who is reviewing me. Well, Tim, let's talk about that. How was your review? Um, Sterling. Perfect. Excellent. Okay. Except for the lying part. Yeah, I do have a problem with that. (laughs) (laughs) So when you go through the process now and, and you're part of a leadership team, like how long have you been with 40 digits? Uh, I'll six years later this month. Right. So you've been through it at different phases of your career there, right? Yeah, actually we did not, we just started doing real reviews probably two years ago. Okay. Um, so I didn't, I wasn't in that, but I've, I've always, I tell you what, I, I'm a feedback guy. I like to know what I'm doing right, what I'm doing wrong. I don't take feedback. I don't, I don't consider feedback positive or negative. It's just information that I can do that I can take to do my job better. So I was always going to my bosses and be like, Hey, what, you know, something you guys want me to do that I'm not doing, or, uh, you know, I'm the direct supervisor of the project managers. So I'll get with them. I don't do it as often as I should, but I'll go to them. And I'll say, Hey, you know, what do you guys want out of me that I'm not doing? Is there anything I can do to help you? Um, what's, what am I doing? That's really bugging you. Uh, when, we, <laughs> when I go through the, Project man- I do project management reviews separate from this, and I have them review me. So I, although we haven't had four, we have, we've only had the formal reviews for a couple of years, I've always been 
been one to take as much feedback as I can possibly get because it only makes me better at my job. See, I think what you said there just nailed it, right? That's the reason we should be doing reviews. We should be doing if if they're check-ins or they're 360s or they're peer-to-peer. It's to get meaningful information, meaningful feedback that you can actually act on. And I think that's a big part of the reason for not tying it to compensation is because that's going to cause, especially in a peer-to-peer situation, it's going to cause people maybe to be nicer than they would be because they don't want to impact anybody negatively. If, if it's seen as, as helping people by giving them real input, I think that's really important. Yes. We, we used to, uh, and this was when engine, when we were smaller, uh, you know, eight ish was when we quit doing it, but we would have quarterly meetings and we would sit around a table or around a room and we would basically do stop, start, continue. And what it would be is the individual would do it to themselves first. And basically I would say, you, know, you wouldn't say my name is Carl, but, <laughs> but basically I would say, I need to stop getting so frustrated when things don't happen exactly the way I want them to. I need to start being more open to other people's ideas. And I need to continue being awesome at new business because that's gone really well this year. Yeah, and then you go around the table, and every after you after you kind of out yourself, everybody else gets the chance to say it. And what we used to what we used to tell everybody was, this is your one chance. Now we were never we never stuck to that, but this is your one chance to really get it out. If you don't get it, and you had to do it in front of the group, wow. Well, that was a transparency thing. Yeah, but I have to tell you, it worked pretty well uh, until you get bigger. At which point, it just you know at, at that point, it's just weird. The the one part of our, our quarterly check-ins I forgot, and this reminded me of it, is at the bottom, it's we have do more, do less, and then objectives. So it's, you know, do more, all these good things that you do, do less, you know, stop doing X, Y, Z. And then here's three or four things for you to focus on for the next quarter. So what, what are you looking at this year? Is there anything you're going to change or anything you've learned from last year that you guys are going to look to implement in terms of the way that you're doing reviews and, and really just getting feedback? More regu- we, we need to be more uh, stringent with our schedule. Um, we tend to let our, you know, I say we have quarterly check-ins. They turn into like four, five, six-month check-ins. <laughs> <laughs> So we just need to be be more vigilant with, you know, staying on schedule because, you know, really most employees, they love the reviews. They want to know where they stand. They want to know what they're doing well. They want to know what they're not doing well and how they can get better. That's most people. So um, the more we can facilitate that, the better off we're going to be as a company and the better off all of our employees will be. Well, you know, and and we hear this at operations camps and we hear this at, at owner camp. It happens people put it off. And and sometimes it's because it's an amount of work. Sometimes it's because there's that one person that you know it's going to be an issue. Sometimes it's just because we don't treat ourselves correctly. You know, we we don't give ourselves the attention that we need and a client thing comes up and, well, I've got to take care of this, but I promise next week. Um, but I, I think that's great that that is the focus is to be more deliberate really, right? Or, yeah. or protect it. Yeah. Because that is going to give you a better workforce. That is going to give you people who, because that feedback is a lot of what drives them. Well, and it goes, it, it plays hand in hand with like your, your website. Your website is usually the worst website you've ever worked on because you haven't worked on it for three years. Yeah. So you just, you've got to put, there's certain things in the company that 
you just need to, you need to bite the bullet and put forth the time and put forth the effort. And you know, if it comes to it, put it in front of something, uh, client work because it's that important and it's going to, whatever, whatever comes of it, it's going to just, it's going to be a, a, a plus in the long run. Well, Tim, thank you very much for being with us today on the Bureau Briefing and for sharing with us how 40 Digits handles the review process. I think it's really helpful for everybody that's listening. Absolutely. It's my pleasure. And for everybody that is listening, we'll be back soon with another topic of interest. And until then, would you go ahead and schedule your reviews, for goodness sakes? It's important, people.